Welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. Today, we have a special guest that you've already heard on the podcast before, but not in this way. We have Pastor Josh with us today. So, welcome, Pastor Josh. Thank you for inviting me to come. It's good to be here. Great. Um, today, we're just going to learn a little bit about you, a little bit about why you became a pastor, your life outside of pastoring, stuff like that. So, I have a list of questions for us to go through. Excellent. Are you ready? I'm ready as I can be. Great. So to start off, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself outside of church? Sure. Or with church. I don't care. I'm a husband of one woman, Steph. I'm a father of four children. Uh, Cole's 12, Evan's 10, Hadley is 8, and Tate is 6. We are a very... uh, Outdoor-oriented family, love to uh, play sports, go to the beach, uh, swim in the lake, do all sorts of fun things. Nice. Huh. I'm not going to ask that question, never mind. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask who your favorite child is, but I feel like I can't ask that. I love them all in uh, different ways. Good answer. Um. Do you have any unique facts about yourself that people might not know? Well, as I was thinking about this question, I thought of a couple things. One is that I know how to juggle. I love to really? build. I love to build sandcastles. One of my favorite things to do is to build sandcastles. And I'm currently in a disc golf league. Sweet. Is that the one? Where you throw like a frisbee into a net type thing. And it's there's a like a basket with chains. Oh and yes. yes. Are you good at it? Uh in the league that I'm a part of, I am average. Uh one of the difficulties, of course, of being a father of four is that I don't get to play more than once a week. Mm. And I'm probably the only one in the league who only plays once a week. So as you might imagine, if you're going to be part of a, a league or play a sport or do a hobby, the more you can participate, the better you would get. Yes, that makes sense. But you're not bad. No. That's good. Not the best, not the worst. I have a question about these sand castles. Yeah. Do you do them by yourself or like you like doing it because your kids like to do it? Or even if your kids weren't there, would you make sand castles? I would probably build sandcastles even by myself. Really? I might not if it was just Steph and I on a Mexico beach somewhere, but uh, if we would go to Lake Michigan and a condo for a week or so, I might find myself building a sandcastle. But I do like to build with the kids more than I would build by myself. That makes sense. That's interesting to me. I wouldn't think that about you. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny to me. Okay, next question, a little bit more about your role here. So how long have you been a pastor in general? In one month, I will have been a pastor for 13 years. Yikes, that's a long time. Ish. I guess. Yes. Not like Pastor Ken, how long has he been a pastor? Well, Pastor Ken, I believe, was a pastor at first for 16 years before he retired and started his visitation role. So 
He was a pastor here longer than I've been a pastor anywhere. Yikes. So that's uh, admirable. Yes, it is. <laughs> How long have you been a pastor here at First Colorville? Uh, 22 months. I started... Almost two... Yeah, almost two years. Yeah. I started in the beginning of November of 2019, right before the pandemic. Nice. Which feels like forever ago. And uh, so, yeah, given that it's the middle of August, 21, 22 months. I don't know why I thought it was like three years at this point. But That's the pandemic talking. Yes. I know time flies when you're having fun. You're trying to say you're fun to work with? That would be for the people I work with to decide. <laughs> okay. 22 months. Almost to two years. Almost to two years. Do you like it? Being a pastor? Yeah. Or being a pastor at first? Both. Yes. I like being a pastor, and I like being a pastor at first. Good. Glad to hear it. What made you want to be pastor? Well, I have a very clear sense of God's call to be a pastor. Uh, the first people who probably encouraged me on that path were a couple by the name of Harvey and Shar Williams. Harvey. I I painted their house when I was in middle school, and they were probably the first couple that I'll say, awakened me to the reality that having questions about faith and uh, wondering about deeper things was okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, they allowed me the <clears throat> opportunity to do that. And they were probably the first ones to encourage me to pursue ministry. How old were you? Did you already say that? Uh, middle school, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. That's pretty young. Yeah, I can't say that I knew I wanted to be a pastor then already, but uh, I had gone to, I had applied to college to be a teacher, but after I, I graduated, you're laughing about that. No, it's okay. <laughs> Just thinking about uh, the mission trip and what some of the children said. About teaching? Yeah. In a teacher that was on the trip. Yes. So uh, that would not have been me. Okay. Um, never been part of that. Uh, in any kind of teaching or coaching context. <laughs> but I had applied to college in order to pursue education. And after I graduated from college, before I started seminary, I went on something called Facing Your Future at Calvin Seminary. We were in uh, Turkey for 10 days, the country of Turkey for 10 days. Cool. And uh, very much sensed God's call to pursue full-time ministry. Nice. That's cool. Um, so I think a lot of people think pastors just preach. Work on Sundays for one hour? Yep. About That's, that's all true. About they do. Oh, it's true. So I can ignore the next four questions that I have. Well, this week, this podcast is the only other thing that I have on my schedule. Oh, my goodness. You're so funny. I think there's more to your job than that if it's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a little insight on that? So what are some things outside of like writing sermons and preaching that you do? 
Well, the question that you had here was give us a day in the life of a full-time pastor. And that de probably depends on the kind of church and the size of church. That's true. So in my current context, uh, there's a significantly greater amount of uh, connection, collaboration, coordination, uh, all those big C words. Um, but in a, yeah, in a day, there's a certain amount of reading, trying to be uh, up to date on what's going on in the world related to both the church and culture, as well as what's going on within the life of the church. How do you try to address some of the ongoing issues of the day? This morning, we uh, had a conversation about child protection. And it's probably not every week there's a big picture question like that, but mm -hmm. probably at least every other week something like that will come up where you're working through uh, a big picture item, you're trying mm -hmm. to solve a problem like that. Um, but there's a lot of texting and some phone calls at night related to issues of care when people are around and mm -hmm. visits and sermon writing and trying to connect with other pastors and church leaders in other places about how to continue to remain healthy. Nice. So there's a lot to do besides the one hour on Sunday morning. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what would you say is your favorite part of your job? What's, what's fun for you? The thing I probably find most joy in is helping bring the Bible to life. So uh, when I'm preaching on a passage that people have heard a lot of uh, times before, mm -hmm. having people say things like, uh, I've never thought about it that way, or wasn't aware of that, mm -hmm. or uh, you've helped me think more deeply about this particular passage or this topic or this issue. Trying to find a, a way into uh, the text that people will feel a connection to. So they will want to listen, and even more importantly, they will hopefully, and this of course is the big goal, they will want to go back and read the Bible mm -hmm. on their own. Cool. I feel like you do a good job of doing that. A lot of people well, say you. that about your sermons. Thank you. Good job. Um, what would you say is your least favorite part of your job? Unless that answer has changed recently. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I'll maybe answer uh, a different question. I would say the hardest part of my job is uh, watching people destroy their lives and knowing there's nothing I can do to help mm -hmm. or to do to stop them. Um, whether that's turning their back on the church or their faith or mm -hmm. their savior. Um, that's the least favorite. In terms of actual practices, there are a lot of moments where the day-to-day -day operations of church are not always fun. 
whether that be dealing with people. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, as a pastor, you are well aware that, of how the sausage is made. And uh, that's not always pretty. No, not very cute. <laughs> or fun. Or fun. My two favorite things, cute and fun. That's fair. I could see that being hard. Is there any part of your job that you think people might find surprising that they wouldn't think like, oh, you have to do that? I think people would be surprised at how much pastors uh, deeply love the people that they pastor. Um, probably more deeply than people think. That there's a real genuine uh, love for the people that they care for. Mm -hmm. You're not just some random guy that stands on the stage on Sunday mornings. No, and obviously that takes time. Uh, but I think to write a good sermon is to be aware of the people in the pew, how they're going to hear certain things, be aware that sometimes the things that you say are going to strike people uh, with a possible, uh, in an impossible offensive way. Mm -hmm. And so how do you be very clear or even make a call ahead of time to say, hey, we're going to be talking about this in church. Um, But I think people would be surprised at how, and I think that's why pastors can be deeply wounded because they really, if you really love people, mm -hmm. they can harm you. And uh, that's also a difficult part of the job. It's not an easy job. No, and there, there are no, uh, every job has difficult parts, mm -hmm. right? This pastoring is, is no more difficult than some other jobs mm -hmm. there are just parts of it that are difficult that makes sense but overall you like your job i do i love my job great so my next question isn't to say that you don't like your job but i'm just curious if you weren't a pastor what else could you see yourself doing i've been asked this before and i honestly have no answer really I, I don't know what else I would do. Okay, then let me rephrase it. I, I have no marketable skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean that in the, there are things that I could do. Um, you know, to put myself through college and seminary, I poured concrete. Um, nice. I liked being outside. I like to work with my hands. I like to work hard. Uh, but to do that every day would not uh, engage the the people part of pastoring that mm -hmm. I really find satisfying. And, mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Is I, there any like cool random job that doesn't make any sense, but you think could be fun that you, not that you could see yourself doing, but if you could do something else, what would it be? A Manny. Hmm? Watching children. Well, a manny is more than just watching children, but also and cleaning the house. Yeah, cleaning the house. Really? Um, this is not at all what I know, expected you to say. Preparing meals. Yeah. If, you like if, to cook? If my wife was, uh, you know, had a job that made us independently wealthy and so we needed her to work, that would be good. Interesting. That would sound like a 
more fun. I would want to be a cotton candy person out of there. That would be my other job. That would sound pretty mindless. It just sounds like fun. To watch sugar spin in a circle. Yes, and all the different colors, and you get to meet new people, get to go new places. I suppose if the circus is moving. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Also, it's the first thing that came to mind right now. Okay. I've never thought about it. I just thought I'd let you know. That's not what I thought you would say. I don't know what I thought you would say. <laughs> I was going to say, so, what did you think I was going to be? Maybe a t-shirt like a, salesman or something? No, maybe like someone that like swims with dolphins or something. I don't know. What? I don't know. Wow. Never maybe considered not. swimming with dolphins. Really? That looks like a cool job. But I suppose in the context of being a manny, that would work. To swim with dolphins? Yeah, take the kids I'm caring for to swim with dolphins. Rich kids. Right. Yeah. I mean, that would be the correct. If you could have... Employ a manny, you could pay for your children and the manny to go swim in dolphins. There you go. You just don't have to do it every day. Correct. It could just be a fun outing. Hmm? Nice. Interesting. Anyway, got off track a little bit there. So my last like. Not surprising. I know. I tend to do that. But it keeps it exciting. <laughs> um, what is the biggest life lesson that you've learned? So I'm assuming you mean in the context of ministry. Yes. The biggest life lesson is that people are people, meaning that uh, for the most part, uh, if we are struggling, other people are struggling. What brings us joy brings other people joy. And if we can bear in mind that we are fellow humans, it can go a long way to minimizing uh, the hurt we can cause. Do you feel like you learned that specifically in ministry or just in life? I think both. Do you both. see it more in ministry? I think both. I think when I worked concrete, I saw how empty uh, the guys I worked with were and how they were trying to find hope and salvation and things that were empty. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that's true often in churches too. You see people trying to find hope and purpose and things that are not ultimately going to, to bring that. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a good life lesson. Great. Well, thank you for answering all of my churchy questions. Church. I have some fun questions for us. Great. Now. I'd love so to hear them. I have a few, and then I have a game. I so, like games. Great. Do you like euchre? I'm not very good at it, so. Really? That's what I've been told. Oh, interesting. I think I'm pretty good at it. I was uh, recently on quite a run of form. Where I won a number of games with my partner, but I've been accused of not being very good. Interesting. I love euchre, but I'm not always very good at it because I make bad calls. I like to call it, but I shouldn't always call it. So I'm not always the best partner, but sometimes it works. Anyway, moving on. Um, for some of my fun questions, I want to know, how would you sell hot chocolate in Florida. I would turn the air conditioning down. 
But what if you're outside? You can't turn the air conditioning down. But like what like a hot chocolate stand outside by the beach, how would you sell hot chocolate to people? In order to sell things, you need to create a need. And there's no need but for hot chocolate on a beach. That's the point of this question. You gotta be convincing. You have to convince people that they need it without changing the weather. I don't think it'll happen. That's why I was gonna sell my hot chocolate inside in an ice cold in an ice cold climate. I guess that would work, but then they'd take it outside. Or they could sit inside. That's not my problem. Once they've purchased my hot chocolate, I don't care where they take it or even if they drink it. You asked how would this I sell it? This wasn't a good question for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use this on somebody else. <laughs> okay, but that's your final answer, you turned down the air conditioning. It probably would work. You're probably right. It would work. That's not what I would do, but that's okay. Um, okay. I know you've been thinking about this question since I've I have been. these questions, so I'm excited for your answer. If you could choose one song to play every time you walk into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I actually came up with three. Okay. And one of them would be in a sports context. Okay. That would be uh, Seven Nation Army. Oh, I don't know that song. Would I know it if I heard it? Yeah. You would know the bass line. Okay. Uh, the other one I kind of went back and forth on, but I think I settled on uh, We Don't Believe What's on TV by 21 Pilots. Oh, I don't know that song either. Sorry. I guess I don't listen to enough music. I'm going to look up both of these. The other one I was pen. on the fence was Little Talks by of Monsters and Men. I know. That's because Is I'm, that why you picked them? No, this is... I think if you listen to these later, you uh, would find them to be delightful walk-in music. Great. Do you have them written down? Right here. Okay, so I can look them we up. We can look them up after. later. Okay, Absolutely. Great. great. I'm excited to see what your theme song would be. Are, are they similar? No, they're nothing alike at all. Interesting. What were the two that were tied? Why were they tied? Well, Little Talks by a Monsters and Men is a very busy song. Uh -huh. We Don't Believe It's on TV is probably more my style. Okay. Or at least what I'd like my style to be if I were walking up on stage. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to look them up right after this. Um, okay, one more of these. We're in a... I don't know how big a room this is, but how many basketballs? 16 by 16. Is it really? Or are you just guessing? Do you have a better guess? No. I have no, like... Spatial awareness? Yes. Not <laughs> I'm not... I cannot tell. <laughs> how far away something is from me or how tall someone is. I have sure. not a clue. Um, but how many basketballs do you think could fit in this room? 400. How big is this room? 16 by 16. A basketball is nine inches. Did you do the math? No, oh. I'm guessing. Okay. It could be 20 by 20, but if you take 16 by 16 and you round up a little bit, because basketballs are smaller than a foot, mm -hmm. you get 20 times 20. Well, 20 times 20 is 
400. 400. Okay. I hope I would have no. Do you have any idea how many basketballs would fit in this room? No. And why do you ask the question? Because I was just curious to see what you would think. At the end, are you going to actually figure it out and then give a prize to the maybe pod person I'll that most accurately answered the question? But how would I figure that out? Would I measure or would I have, you have to, to measure the room? And then measure a, basketball? Which would be a cubed number. Height, width, and depth. Okay. Figure out a basketball. And then how many would go in there? I guess this was a bad question, too, because there's different sizes of basketballs. There's men's and women's. There's also children. The little ones for yeah, kids. I would say you failed at this question. Oh, thanks. Maybe you should cancel this question. I don't believe in canceling. I don't like cancel culture. I think it's mean. Let's move on. Okay. But now I'm going to have to measure this room. Anyway, let's play this or that is our fun game today. I have a list of questions that I did not give you. Great. And you just have to pick which one you'd prefer. Are any of these a trap? I don't think so. Okay. It's just kind of opinion. I said opinion. It's opinion. Opinion. That was a hard for, word for me to say. Um, so was word. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought because I couldn't say those words. This or that. You're going to ask me, I'm going to give you a response. Yes. And you don't have to explain, but you're welcome to explain why you would pick. And I might have a follow-up question just because that's Perfect. how I am. So I have some circled. We probably won't get through all of them. So first one, phone call or text? Phone call. Why? It's closer to a real connection. Great. Um, Facebook or Twitter? I use Twitter. You do? You have an account or you just I do. scroll through it? I won't ask what it is. You don't have a Facebook though, do you? I do. Didn't know that. <laughs> um, ice cream cone or snow cone? Ice cream cone. What kind of ice cream? Probably something with caramel or peanut butter. Nice. Or both. A regular cone, like a sugar cone, or. I don't eat cones. Waffle cone. Waffle. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Okay. Do you go? I need to preface this question. Do you go okay. for walks? Mm -hmm. By yourself or with Steph? With Steph. So I'm. Then maybe I don't need to ask this question. Do you ever listen to music or podcasts? Mm -hmm. Which one? Caught offside. Caught offside. Is that a podcast? It is. It's a soccer podcast. Do you listen to to that while you walk? While I run, yes. Oh. While you run? Some people call it jogging. It's a silent J. Really? Well, where'd the walk come from? Because I walk with Steph. You asked if I walked yes. with Steph, and I said yes. Yes. And then you asked if I listen to podcasts. Well, not while I'm walking. That would be rude for me to listen to a I know, podcast that's while I... I'm walking with Steph. This question, I should have skipped. That's two questions I should have skipped asking. I'm sorry that I've made this so difficult for you. <sighs> it's fine. Okay. This is music. Pop or indie? 
Indeed. I figured that's what you would say. Um, cake or pie? Cake. What kind? Or any kind? I'm a big cake person or pie person. Me either, actually. I don't really like either of them. So that's okay. You don't have to. Probably pumpkin. But you said, wait, pumpkin pie? Cake. Cake? Interesting. The things we learn about you from this, these <laughs> questions. Okay. Um, would you rather be at a big party or a small gathering? Small gathering. I figured you'd say that one. Hamburger or taco? Probably hamburger. Any place in particular? Or for hamburger? Yes, or home on the grill. Home on the grill is pretty good. Um, I do like Five Guys burgers and fries. Those are double burgers, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Those are good. With cheese and jalapenos, grilled onions. It's delicious. Spicy? I wouldn't picture you to be a spicy person. Sorry. I didn't say it was bad. I just didn't, didn't know. Um, would you rather be a passenger or a driver? Driver. Very fast. Very fast. Especially through mountains. So very fast. Um, that's the last question I had for you today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Great. It's going to end.